Hey Connor, how about how about that basketball game? Hmm. 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 I don't watch sports, so I don't know. It's the M word. Hello and welcome to the M Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your Lone Star millennial, Kyle. We're just two friends trying to solve each other's problems and then hopefully maybe one day a generation's. Kyle, how you doing? Connor, I'm surviving. I'm here. I'm in week two of, of at my parents' house in my childhood home and just surviving, uh, helping take care of my elderly, elderly father. I don't think anything's more millennial than that, man. We might have talked about that last week, but I feel like that you're epitomizing millennialism. Well, here's the deal. I don't live here. And I do think that's important to clear up. I don't don't live here. My you father, are living there right now. Right I, now you are living there. Do you want to know how afraid my parents are of me moving back home? How afraid? When I came here and I sleep in a bed, my mom didn't put sheets on that bed. So like that's the level that she's like, this isn't a permanent thing. You're just here to take care of your father after he had shoulder surgery. And I'm like, I get it. You don't want me back. I don't even get sheets on a bed. I'm surprised I got a bed, honestly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, normally you got you got couch you got couch duties. Yeah. Is that what normally happens? You normally get couch duties? I, I don't know what you mean by couch duties. If you mean that I own couches or I have to take care of the couches or if I poop on couches. If yeah, you, take you have to duty. take care of the couch as well as you take care of your dad. Yes. Yes, I do. I take care of all the couches. Um, they're leather, so I smear them with water first to really give them that nice leathery shine. Um, and that's really important. you got to let the water just kind of sit on the leather. And then you just cover it in marshmallows. And that's it. That sounds delicious. Yeah. And, that's and it's it. extremely soft. Yeah. So no. while you're laying down on that couch, you can nibble on some mallows. Exactly. Now, guess what? You are going to have a sticky butt, both from the marshmallows and also pooping out marshmallows. And that's just um, that's a price you pay for a nice, clean leather couch. And that is the extent of my couch duties. So, yeah. Man, finally. The yeah. real catch up. Yeah, we finally exactly. know what's going on in Kyle's life. That's it. But I do go home on uh, today. On today, the day of the podcast airing, I go home to my ba- apartment again, which is lovely. And I set off Aww. two bug bombs before I left, so I, I expect a lot of dead dead creatures. And I'm going to have to deal with that emotionally. Just kind of how like do you, do being, you know how yeah. do you, I've always wondered this. So whenever I was a kid, I uh, whenever my mom would would set off bug bombs in our old 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 apartment. Yeah. Um I thought that my apartment exploded. Be- because I thought she set off a little a literal bomb before we went to church in the morning. Gotcha. And then I and then I would go back and I'd be like, "Oh, they built it back up." So you're saying you never actually saw the fogger or the fogging action. You just heard her say, "I put bug bombs in there." Yeah. Like she would set it off, and then we'd be like rushing to get out. Right. Like, oh no, oh no, 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 no! Yeah. My games. What am I gonna? All do? my progress on Zelda. It's over. What is Zelda? What is the Zelda gonna do now? What is my good Zelda's friend Link dead. gonna do? How is he gonna breathe? Zelda's dead, along with all the other bugs. Yeah, I set off a bug bomb when I first moved into this apartment, which is a garage apartment, and so it wasn't very well sealed, and there were a ton of bugs. I counted it. There were 
I can't remember the count, but it was in the 20s for dead cockroaches and in the teens for dead spiders. And that's only Ew. the things I could see, you know? Ew. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I love this millennial breakdown, the life in a millennial. Yeah. Because everybody's dying to know what the life of a millennial is like, you exactly. know? Exactly. Like, we just want to know we're not alone. Exactly. How many other people are setting up bug bombs in their apartment having to reprogress all their all their stuff in Zelda? Right. And you're never alone, mostly because of the bugs. And that's important to remember. You're never Aww. alone. Do you want to know an actual funny thing? I got a thing off of Amazon because it was like really well reviewed and it's an ultrasonic insect repeller. And so I put it near my bed. I have woken up a few times with cockroaches on my body, which isn't a great thing. Oh my God. It's obviously not a great thing, but it was in the beginning process of me moving into this garage apartment where the bugs didn't know that I represented their master and that I am their God now and they must obey me. By, or else risk death. And so I put this ultrasonic insect repeller near my bed and it just like blasts this ultrasonic noise that just repels them away or hurts their little ears. Well, I don't know you're if gonna, they have ears, but yeah. Listen, you're going to find their leader yeah. on you one night. Like, listen, Kyle, you've been blasting this sound over the the radio frequency that is not keen on the ears of my brethren i would appreciate if you or your ally in the other house would take down this contraption also if you could just leave those little banana slices out again that was a that was a real treat, and I tell you, we loved that. I tell you, we we loved the banana treat. If you could please leave more of the banana, I do. You you've been eating these, uh, how you say, slim fast treats, and I tell you what, those aren't nearly as delectable as your how you say banana slices. Oh, how. How could I be so rude? I didn't introduce myself. My name is Charles, or some call me Chuckles the Cockroach, and and that's just kind of my fun side. You know, I don't really show that to everybody, but... And then he shits on you, and he he shits on me. Honestly, this is kind of the equivalent of me leaving a nuclear bomb in their home. I hiroshima the shit out of... The cockroaches, Charles and his, you know, nation family, and I, I beat the shit out of him, and I think I'm real proud of that. Aww, yeah, and now he's dead. Charles is so dead. He's probably dead. I did. There was. I have a friend of mine who goes to school, and he was taking a bunch of bug classes at the time, and I was very confused by what one of the dead insects I found whenever I first set off a bug bomb, because it was a cockroach, but coming out of the cockroach was like a bubble sack. And inside the bubble sack was like some very mushy grossness. And he was like, I think it was probably had like an egg or something. And the thing forced it to push the egg out of its body. And I was like, that's the most fucking disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. And so, yeah, that was very gross. Other uh, cockroach related news. Welcome to the cockroach hour on the M word. Um, In Florida, a man said he woke up hearing a rock, rock, a rock croach. That's not the word. A cockroach mm-hmm. burrowing into his ear in which it laid eggs. And then he had to go to a doctor, which had to kill the cockroach inside of his ear using chemicals. And he could hear it dying. 
I don't I don't want to podcast anymore. <laughs> I'm done with this. I really don't want to I I mean, I don't know how how my ventures have led me to this moment. Yeah. Yeah. But clearly I made a wrong turn. And what's really cool is it only took 12 episodes to really find that place. I think it was last week we talked about poop a lot. And then like, so that was like one more step towards that line. And now today it is cockroaches burrowing into your ear hole. And I think that might be it. That might be the line, Connor. So in my week. Yeah. How's your week going? Um, I hit a tire on the road. So I've been dealing with uh, that. Okay. It went right underneath my car. It was in the middle of the highway, in the middle of the lane, late at night. It snuck up on me, and it it just impaled the bottoms of my vehicle. It, it was like a blown out tire, so it had like the- no. It yeah, it had the metal thing in there because yeah. like I saw it go out from underneath the car, and it just like it just ripped to shreds afterwards. I was like, oh shit! Wow. So I took it to my favorite auto mechanic place called Perfect Auto. This isn't really a plug for them. I mean, they were fine, but it was called Perfect Auto. It had amazing reviews. Is it where they have cats, like, also working on the cars or maybe just, like, cats all around? Yeah, they had set, they had, like, each technician had, like, a little companion cat. Nice. And they had, they had they their had, familiar. They had their familiar, um, and each of them had, like, auto mechanic names, like uh, like oil, <laughs> or Axel. I thought of Axel. That was the first no, one no, I no. thought of, which is they, a very badass. It wasn't. It wasn't the cute kind of uh, car mechanic names. It was like I'm sorry. Oil. So oil, oil. <laughs> okay. Right. It wasn't the cute. It was oil. It was um, control arm. You know, like steering column. That cat was a bitch. Right. Washer. Ignition. Ignition was a bad ass. That was the cutest little fiery fucker I've ever seen. Yeah, that's always fun. It was a ginger cat, I'm sure. Yes. After uh after I met with with Ignition, his 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 familiar, who was the actual technician, told me what happened to the car. Yeah. He fixed it. It was a lot of money. Um and then I'm actually getting more comfortable asking my my family for money right now because I'm just a poor 22 year old. Um, yeah, because I never did that in the past, and now it's like, oh, now it's time to pay up. Because <laughs> that's what family is for. Yep. Please give me money because I am poor. Yep. That's it's all your fault, song. family. I could have been rich, but instead, you sent me down this path of sadness. But now you're gonna make up for it. Right, because you did move to California for the family business. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, if only I would have been educated how how silly of an idea it was. Um, but they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. What, what do they educated. know? What do they know? What do they know? Well, not much. They are. They are. Anyway. <laughs> well, so that's a very very adult thing. I my dad has worked in the car business for like a very long time like pretty much whenever he was a, like a young adult until he was like almost 50 and so anytime i have a problem i call him and i slowly gain knowledge but beyond that i don't seek it out at all because i do feel like a car is going to be one of the first things i will abandon as soon as i possibly can either by moving to a city with mass transit or just like Actually, that's my only option. 
I'm just going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you do have the option of uh, in like 12 years, maybe 15, autonomous vehicles will be there. Yeah, but you, but you don't even want to own that either. Well, not necessarily. There might be a situation in which you could like joint lease a car that like you could share a vehicle with others that is like autonomously driven to you. That would be cool. Like an Uber, but that is autonomous. You just like have a bus pass for, you know? You- yeah. Um, or you and several others own a whole bunch of other vehicles. So that way you're not, uh, you're not running out. You know what I mean? It's like, it's still convenient for you. So you all own like several vehicles, yeah. but like it's still cheaper that way. I don't know. It's just, a, it's just, a, it's just an idea. You know, I think just we should just there. all have bikes and make buildings a lot closer together. You know, you don't need a car unless you live in a farm. You know, we, everything yeah. should just be closer together. I completely agree. I cannot wait to get rid of my car. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it so much. Do you think it's all millennials feel this way about their vehicles? Um, probably. I the millennials that I know, I think there there might be some millennials who are like, no, but my my truck. I don't want to lose my truck. I go mudding on the weekends and Gretchen won't like me if we don't if we don't mud on the weekends. Damn it, Gretchen. I hate her. Gretchen is a fine mistress and I I do declare if you make one more uh terrible and, and heinous remark, I will have to challenge you to a duel and this is your one friend that lives in savannah georgia his name is his name is actually savannah his name is savannah (laughs) my name is savannah and i live in savannah georgia and i do declare don't make fun of gretchen my first name is george my second name is georgia This is just a fun little space that we have here today. Yeah, I do. I we need to introduce more characters into this show. We do. So now we have George Georgia. Um, we also have Chuckles, Chuckles the, the cockroach. Um, oh man! The, yeah, that'll be fun. I really like the idea of us exploring Chuckles' past. Oh, and you know it's challenging. I want to see like the House of Cards version of how he came to power over all the cockroaches. Ooh. It's actually much shorter than you think because they only live like how I don't know what the life cycle of let's what say is three the days. life cycle of cockroaches. Let's say they live three days. So like from a baby, he was already he was already like plotting in the eggs, like with the other eggs, with the other roach eggs. Right. He was he was in utero essentially. God, why don't we plots? Why aren't we? tree stumping what's the thing called why aren't we going door to door in the womb why aren't we and you said you said tree stumping and i do want to go back to that what's it called whenever you're a politician and then you you give a speech but on like the stump i can't remember do you you know i don't, don't know what i'm talking about i don't but however guess what what cockroaches are adults for approximately a year. Whoa. Yep. That's a much longer series than I thought we could create. They they become adults. They molt and they are equipped with wings and reproductive capabilities over the process of six months to over a year. And then they live for approximately a year. Gross. Yeah. That's always fun. 
I've, have you ever seen like a cockroach die of old age? I <laughs> I did. Okay, so I think I did. I obviously don't speak their language except for Chuckles, who he learned to speak English. So the language barrier wasn't. God, there. he's so intelligent. He's the most intelligent. Um, so charismatic. No, but one time I did walk into my apartment and there was a small huddle of cockroaches, you know, semicircle around one cockroach on its back. And the cockroach was holding a living will and testament. And so I don't know exactly what legal process that looked like. Um, one one cockroach did have a little, a little, a little notary stamp for the cockroach. <laughs> and so that was real fun to kind of witness and see them kind of fiddle around with getting it in the right spot. And um, My immediate yeah. thought about that many cockroaches in one vicinity yeah. is, is like how I would take them all out at once. Just like one big shoe? No, 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 no. I'm thinking pizza box. You get the top off. You have a large surface area. You th- you like you frisbee it. You like frisbee golf it. Okay. And as you frisbee golf it, you kind of run over, and then you curb stomp it. That's, you know, that's intricate. I am going to say, though, I think as soon as you start tearing off the lid, there will, I mean, they will notice. I don't look. I don't want to cherry pick your assassination attempt, your your decapitation strike. You on... mean nitpick? You're gonna cherry pick my deca- my decapitation? What my, is the difference? What is a cherry, nitpick? Cherry pick. Cherry picking is finding just the good things in something. Nitpick is is only pointing out the, is only finding the, the tiny bad things. Yeah. Is that what a nit is? What is a nit? That's a good question. I don't think it's very interesting of a of a question, but I I do think it's a good question because I don't know the answer to it. Connor, would you like some other good questions f- and problems of which we could probably solve for the internet audience? Anything's better than what is a nit. <laughs> well, gang, join me over in this. Ha- have you have you read it? Have you read about it? Have you read it about it? I'm working on the title, and I am doing it during the show. And I think that's yeah. an important, transparent, you know, thing. I think it's something we need to work on more, and we need to crowdsource this information. What should we name all the? I'm just kidding, Kyle. Reddit on Reddit, I think is great. Have you, you read it on Reddit? So this time, I am going to stick around the Reddit thread to Afraid to Ask, which if you've heard last week's episode, we did crowdsource some questions there and explored my deep love of the Squatty Potty, and that's really important to me, Connor. I'm going to give you a choice. Would you like to hear a question about sleeping nude or a hamster? Is there a way we can do both? There's absolutely a way we can do both. It's just not on the internet yet. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know how the internet is. Let's go nude. All right. So this lovely person on Reddit named 1029-Dash asks, what are the advantages of sleeping nude? And that's it. They didn't. They didn't explain their gender or what kind of genitalia they have. They didn't, which is the, I mean, that's the most important part yeah. about sleeping nude. Um, didn't say how old they are. You know, if it's like a six year old person, I don't, it's sleeping nude, you might accidentally roll over onto it, you know, or so suffocate yourself. He or she is, or non binary, or they, I don't know, are, uh, are thinking that they have a choice in the matter. Last summer, I did not. In the Los Angeles heat, shitty AC, there's no way I was going to be covering myself in garments. There's no way I'm going to be covering myself in textiles. 
there was no no way I was going to be covering myself in animal fur. Like you normally do in Texas, where it's notoriously cold. There was nothing on my body except for the hot, hot air around it. Yeah. And it didn't it didn't help. But when you have the choice in the matter, wearing clothes is what is more beneficial. I needed to I needed to uh hold on to secure my body. I uh, needed to secure my skin where I want it to be. I needed to secure everything else where I want it to be. Because you have such loose skin, you're afraid of losing it. Kyle I haven't talked about this on the show before. Um but sometimes sometimes I lose my skin. Yeah, that's a problem. Wait, so I you're listen. saying that listen. Although oh, you're not oh no, I'm sorry. Let's continue this space. Kyle, sometimes it just it falls off. Yep. Actually, I mean it does. Biologically it does, but every morning yeah. I break both my arms. <laughs> every morning. And every afternoon my legs become my, my bones are made of glass <laughs> oh my gosh glass bones wait okay so let me get you straight so one summer you did have to sleep naked but you actually don't like it like that's something you did out of necessity you oh pref- hell yeah re- would prefer hell clothing. yeah yes that's crazy I, I really do not like to sleep naked at all that's insane sleeping naked is the best now I've never had pajamas, and so that was never a thing, like sleep clothes that never existed. Like, it was just like, oh, wear your underwear to bed. That's just what we did as kids growing up. It's also Texas, so most of the time it's hot. But whenever, ironically, when I lived in Canada for a year, that's where I discovered the beauty of sleeping naked, which is weird because you're in a much colder place. But it was something about like having the skin directly like on the comforter was so pleasant and like just nice that you just wanted to do it forever. I think we're learning more about just like you and me as people whenever we talk about yeah. whether or not we like to keep our clothes on in the various states of life. That's what the show's about. It took us 11 episodes to get there, but it is my ultimate goal for the M word. It's a switch over to the to the N word, which means nude. <laughs> the naked show. The naked show. I just want to find out our differences or our differences. That's what the M stands for. What's our differences? Kyle, let's talk about some differences. Can we can we also talk about whatever the next question is? Yes. Yeah, so I'll go to the hamster because the hamster is a very very good one. K Brown thirty one ninety four asks. Why is my hamster such a prick? Now, I gave it that voice. I don't know if that's who this person sounds like, but it really, it kind of just, I'm a, I'm a trained actor. And so I, those were two separate sentences. I'm sorry, but I am. Um, I'm so, losing the actual question. Why, they, 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 uh-huh. why is my hamster such a prick? Hmm. So here's the it? additional information. So I have this hamster about six years now. All he does is eat, sleep and shit. I take him out to exercise in a ball. He won't move. I put him just on the ground with no ball, and the bastard takes off. It took two hours to find him. That's it. So basically, he's saying, this hamster is a dick, because I put him in a ball so he could like roll around and enjoy the space, and he just laid there like death. But whenever I put him on the ground out of a ball, he ran away, and I couldn't find him for two hours. Oh, my goodness. Listen, K-27, whatever the fuck. That you was have so the close. smartest. You have the smartest hamster that I've ever met in my life. Oh, 
That's the thing you got to look out for, man, is the animals that are like dicks. Those are the smart ones. Those are the ones that are figuring shit out. They're okay. not just giving willy-nilly into whatever you're trying to give them. They're not just they're not just going to be eating your food. They're not just going to or they are going to be eating your food, but they're not just going to like do whatever you want. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. They get put in a ball. They're like, "Listen, I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to make me feel." Yeah. But it's just not going to happen to me. Listen, my name what is what did they say the name of this hamster? Um, no they didn't. Let's just call him Whiskey, which was my childhood hamster. Listen, my name's Whiskey. I don't fuck around with no balls. Okay? No balls. I want to eat the food. I want to shit the shit. I want to make cool mounds inside of the little wood chips. Okay? If anything, I need you to bring me a lady friend. But you're not doing it. <laughs> hey, guy. You're not doing it. I'll roll around in the ball if you give me something to fuck. That's that's how Whiskey talks. Did it? I wonder if it found any friends on its way out. Connor, would you like to enjoy just like a lovely update I've found in the comments? Uh-huh. This person said, this may be a problem to you, but your post made my day. And he said, it's all good. I keep him on a leash now. So that, and I am going to just send you a message. Now, obviously our you know podcasting audience can't see what we're about to see. But if you just want to like open the message I just sent you and look at this beautiful Amazon listing for a small animal's harness. That is specifically for hamsters. (laughs) Wow. So let's just describe the scene. There is just like, basically, I want to say two rubber bands just bound, just binding this hamster to a chain. There's no way that the hamster harness is going to be able to contain whiskey. No way. The most powerful hamster I've ever seen. Now, you want to know the most fucked up about the thing about this hamster harness is that it's not gender fluid. They specifically have a blue harness and a pink harness because they're trying to perpetuate their gender stereotypes. And I'm whiskey's a non-binary. You're calling him. They, I just said, you're calling him. They, (laughs) (laughs) damn it. Stupid. Damn you. Heteronormative hamsters. And hamsters. Why are hamsters so heteronormative? I don't know. It's just really upsetting to me. How about this question? And this one is going to be a weird one. I keep seeing bunnies every day. Am I going to die? And that's it. There's no further. There's no further questions. That's it. Am I going to die? I keep seeing bunnies every day. Am I going to die? Kyle, I think you're going through the worst possible questions. No, these are the best because they give us an opportunity, Connor. Because you know what? I'm sick of the bunny industry just and their propaganda saying that, oh, bunnies are so cute and so soft and they're so precious. Bring them into your home. Um, Are you kidding me? Do you know what kind of diseases they bring into the home? Herpes, that's one. They've got that probably real bad. You know, so does this guy just have like a a hyper fear of bunnies? Well, here's the deal. A lot of people have responded to his question and, you know, saying like, oh, you know, are you asking if the superstition is valid? Are there a bunch of bunnies normally where you live? How are these related in any way? The only one he has responded to or she has responded to the only one that they have responded to 
is a person asking, what color are they? And they said black. That's the only, that's the only one that they responded to. So I think this is a real fear. That's all you really need to know. If, if you keep seeing black bunnies everywhere, you are going to die. Nice. That's a quick problem to solve. Next. Okay. All right. So this one comes from a, re- a new Reddit thread called No Stupid Questions. And I'm, I'm a big fan. I really enjoy this thread. This person has a bit of a story that I'm going to summarize. But the headline is, almost killed myself sleepwalking for the first time. Does anyone have any advice or insight? So Connor, obviously, that's our forte. This is our... Our area. Right. They basically sleepwalk for the first time. They have a two-month-old child. They are a newlywed, and you know, the child's sleep schedules kind of messed them all up. And they woke up in the middle of the night because the baby was crying. And this is my favorite quote. I was woken up at 2 a.m. to my baby crying and my wife frantically looking for a nipple shield. Which I don't know anything about because I'm not a parent. But I do want to know what a nipple shield is. And I'm afraid to Google it in my childhood home because I think it's going to give me some bad uju, you know? No, it's okay. I'll go ahead and look it up and then I can tell you about it. Yeah, just please go ahead and, and, and Google nipple shield. Um, preferably Google, you know, just regular Well, the first search. thing that popped up is, is sizes. Okay. Oh, it just looks like, um, oh, it's just something that they can bite on instead of biting on the nipple. But how, so does, how does the milk come out? It still comes out because there's still some sucking action happening. Okay. You could There's little holes at the tip, so you could do some sucking action. Is it like those old Gatorade bottles that had, like, the plastic thing? You know, you could, like, turn it upside yes. down? Yes, but it's clear, so the babies can't tell the difference. Perfect. They don't know if they're drinking Gatorade or, or like, a boob. Are you drinking boobs or Gatorades? You know, what's the difference anymore, I say? Essentially, this person... After trying to go back to bed, after helping their sleeping child and their wife frantically looking for a nipple shield... They became suddenly aware as they were chewing pills standing in their kitchen and looked at the counter and there was a bottle of Advil and they spit out what they were chewing on into the sink and it looked like Advil. And they were like, what do I do? I've never done that before. Is this going to happen again? Could I die? Could I like kill my daughter by like picking her up while sleepwalking? How do we handle sleepwalking? Connor, your initial thoughts on this, because I have a few. Yeah, well, my first thought is that's that's a pretty intense fear. I totally yeah. get that. You're totally out of control when you're when you're sleepwalking. You don't have you don't have a choice. You're just doing the do. Your brain is trying to relax and also take care of business. Right. So listen, basically, my first my first thought, and if I could meet this this person, what I would say is. What are you hiding, man? Ooh, yeah. Dig deep. What are you hiding? Who are you hiding from? What are you running away from that you can't even be unconscious? Or your brain's trying to take care of you, dude. Yeah. Your brain's trying to make sure you're okay while you're sleeping. Maybe. Can you imagine? I would love if my body did chores while I was sleeping. <laughs> Just like slowly wrote that paper that you've been trying to write all week for your class. Oh, God. If only my, my sleeping brain would take care of this stupid essay. That would be fun. We do need a more efficient brain that can really handle these things while we have to sleep because we all have to sleep, apparently. It's bullshit. I would love to do, oh, God, sleep conversations. I would do sleep I would sleep during the day so that way I could just do whatever I wanted at night. And right. then the sleep during the day, Connor could like make phone calls. Well, yeah. I, like him, yeah. I would also like him to be British for some reason. 
Hello, I'm, I'm Sleep Talking Corner. I wouldn't say it, you idiot. You can't do that. I'm sorry, I'm definitely awake, Corner. Listen to me in my awake voice. He's not a smoker. <laughs> I don't know why that was a smoking noise. I was going to start talking, but that noise was just so gr- gravelly. Uh, Maybe, Connor, you just become a very deep, a deep-throated British man whenever you sleep. You don't know. None of us can know. None of us knows. You chew Advil? Yeah. Oh, man. Kyle, what if what if Sleep Connor starts doing things he's not supposed to, though? Right. How am I supposed to keep an eye out for him? Like, it, you know, Sleep Connor drinks coffee, but Awake Connor drinks tea. And it's like, how do you deal with those two competing caffeine levels? No, we we definitely have to have a guide. There's got to be a morning. middle. There's got to be a middle ground for the brain. It's the heart. Can I tell you my initial thoughts on what this person needs to do? Sure. I'm going to take it another way. What's happened here is you have become evil. And you are going to need a witch doctor to give you some sort of salve or poultice, I think is the term. Some sort of herb bag that you rub on your brain and try and, and, and ease the evil that is currently in your body. Because sleepwalking is unnatural... And should be burned at the stake. Take him down. Take him down. Yeah. Don't let him control you, okay? That's it's a, the thing. That's what that is what is really showing up here is that you can't control sleepwalking you. Right. And you have to do it. You have to set those boundaries. Exactly. It's like it's almost exactly word for word like that hit critically acclaimed Jim Carrey movie, The Mask, where you know, you put on the mask and all of a sudden you're this different, you know, gun robbing murderer. And it's like, oh, you wake up and you're like, man, I feel like I definitely murdered something last night. You know, and that's not good, Connor. That's not good. Can I tell you what the best suggestion on this list is of comments? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Unsick Baron Sickbar, who I assume is a German, um, says this is OK. I'll do a German accent. Thank you for asking, Connor. This is going to sound strange, but an easy solution to this is to attach a dog leash and collar to your bed and just put the collar around your ankle at night. Oh, I love how he moved to South America in the middle I, of his sentence. I know that was so weird. He did. It was just kind of like an in transit. He might have been sleepwalking. We don't know. I, so, yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Tie yourself off. Yeah. That's it. Now, um, you know, choking. Don't put it around your neck unless you're into that. And <laughs> maybe just stick to the ankle. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so sleepwalking, I think we've obviously solved it. Connor, have you ever sleptwalked? Sleptwalked? Um, I don't think so. I do remember I might have done it once. I might have done it once. I do remember at some point whenever I was a kid, I remember waking up in the middle of my neighborhood's uh, like street, yeah. Like right before, like on the sidewalk of the street, um, and looking out, and then I turned around. I was like totally in my underwear, and I just turned around. I was like, "Oh shit!" And that's why you don't sleep naked, huh? <gasps> no, we figured it out. We came full oh, circle. Man, finally, we got some psychology going up in here. Unfortunately, with that, we don't have enough time to go on to our. Uh, our, our final question, which was going to be solving racism. Aw. Aw, you're going to solve racism, but we don't have enough time, Connor. Ugh, damn. Uh, one of these days we'll get to racism, which one is of these exactly what finally... the founding fathers said. 
And yet here we are. Thank you guys so much for listening to The M Word. Please subscribe uh, to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, leave us a rating on such a forum, such a medium. Leave us that nice five star and a review because we want to know how we're doing. We also want to read your reviews in the shows. Speaking of reviews, which you just said, that's what uh, it's speaking of because you just said it. Um, we have some lovely, lovely people. I'm trying to actually remember who all I haven't read yet. I'm going to say a person named K117Y. They said, love the show. This show is so fun to listen to. I'm looking forward to listening to it grow to many episodes to come. There were so many prepositions, and I love them for it. Also, unabashedly Aaron, uh, she says, listen to these guys, like, right now. Now, that's very kind, Aaron, because Aaron, we, we actually know, she's a podcaster of unabashedly obsessed, which is why her name is that way. But she says that Kyle and Connor have such a great rapport and energy. The show has a very Mabim Bam-esque vibe, or my brother, my brother, and me. And within the first few minutes of the first episode, I smashed that subscribe button so hard I hurt my finger it was worth it. So just smash that subscribe button, just like oh, Aaron did. Please smash it. Also smash that follow button on our Twitter, yeah. at MWordPod, and our on each of our Instagrams. Mine is at ThatBoyConnor, and Kyle's is at KyleTheTurner. You can send us an email with any problems that you need solving, just like those poor, poor people on Reddit. You don't have to post it publicly. Just send us a private email with some anonymous name, some burner email account about, you know, like whatever problem you got. And that email can be sent to ck at mwordpod.com. We want to thank Cynthia Martinez for the cover art. Her Instagram with all sorts of other good, good arty stuff is at with love Cindy. That's S-I-N-D-I. Did you see that she dyed her hair blonde? Whoa. Yeah, yes. She's, she's rocking that platinum look. Platinum. I want to thank Grant O'Brien for our intro music, Millennial Juice Fluid, and also our outro music, Ballad of a Dusty Boy, which you are probably hearing right now. You can subscribe slash pledge a dollar a month on our Patreon, patreon.com slash mwordpod. Also go to our website, mwordpod.com. Thank you all so much for listening to The M Word. Where we're proud to be gay. (laughs) Allies. Where we're proud to be gay allies. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.